Kalis is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Bubba Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right, at least with the assist. Hey, welcome back to the Houston Dynapod podcast. I know, that's kind of a tongue twister, right? Fucking people always mess it up. They just call me like the Houston Dynapod or whatever, Dynamopod. Anyway, the Houston Dynapod podcast, and I am your host, Finister. This is season season two, episode number six of this raunchy little podcast. And we've hired some coaches. We had some draft picks. We uh, didn't get Kellen Acosta. It's fine. Haven't announced our signing. But things are okay in Dynamo Land. And the reason they're okay is we've hired some really quality coaches who we are going to talk about today. Those being Jimmy Nielsen and Zach Thornton. That's right. And lastly, Chris Martinez. Um, I don't know what to make of these names. Fun fact, they're all fucking 6'2 or taller. Posted that on Twitter. Uh, Paulo's like 5'8", so he's going to have a hard time seeing over them. If, But you know what? When we win shit, it'll be easy to carry Paulo. So chew on that, Austin FC, you hipster fucks. When we win shit, Paulo Nagamora is going to be like 14 fucking feet tall. Because all our assistants are, you know, 6'2 and up. He's going to look like Optimus Prime. Yeah, so you know what? I was going to do the Austin segment second, but we'll, we'll do the Austin segment first. Austin today proved to me that they are just a clueless fucking club. Yesterday and today. Or maybe it was two days ago. Today for sure. Today I learned that they're fucking clueless. Because these guys are legitimately excited for Maxi Aruti. Uh, I wasn't displeased, but I wasn't excited. Not at all. Maxie's a journeyman. He's played for every team in Texas. He's 30, fuck it, 31. And you guys are like stoked to see him knocking in bangers. Does Maxie score bangers every now and again? And I don't dislike Maxie. This is not a bash maxi segment this is a your fucking clueless austin segment you signed a journeyman striker and you guys are legitimately excited now you did sign a quality colombian midfielder who i believe will take up a designated player spot but check this shit out you just loaned one of your designated players pochettino out he's gone he didn't work you okay we are are notorious for not having what what would you say like prototypical designated players. But at least ours stay, right? Quintero is still here. Quintero was willing to not be a DP to stay. Teenage is a DP. Not your prototypical DP, but still. He's a designated player. They're still here. You guys signed Pochettino, and I can I can remember last season. Uh, the amount of engorged clitoris is from the Austin FC supporters. That's right. I just called you all pussies. Um, you know, I, I don't want to fight you. That's not my job. I talk to shit. We have we have a group of people that do that. Anyway, that was rude. I shouldn't have done that. Uh, 
you guys are just fucking clueless. You guys got so excited last year for Pochettino. I remember social media. You guys were elated. And now you're like, fucking didn't work. Make up your minds. Did Pochettino work or not? Like, were you excited or not? Because I saw that free kick he scored in uh, La Copita. That was a quality free kick. But our team is better than yours. You won twice, but once was you played, what, 70 minutes with 11 v. 10, and you beat us by a goal. We almost came back. So, moving on from Austin FC. <laughs> Fucking, I almost lost my job. What did you do? Fucking open your mouth? No. I almost brought the fucking wrong Tupperware to work. Uh, I brought the wrong Tupperware to work. So, I keep my marijuana in a Tupperware so it doesn't smell. Like, you know, all my paraphernalia and whatnot. Fucking cops are listening. Where is it? I keep it all in a Tupperware. Well, for some reason... That Tupperware was on my counter in the morning. Probably because I smoked the night before and I just left it there. Well, then I'm packing my lunch and I put my lunch in a similar Tupperware but not the same size. It's not the same Tupperware. They're fucking similar but they're not the same. So then I go, I pack my bag and I look on the counter as I'm, I'm, you know, like I pack my bag and I look on the counter and I see a Tupperware and I'm like, oh shit. Oh well, I, I can leave that out. Get to work, put my shit in the fucking fridge lunch comes I gotta open it and as soon as I open the bag I, you can't smell it right but I look and I'm looking through the Tupperware because it's a clear Tupperware and I'm thinking that's not chicken and vegetables that's a fucking that's a bowl and a grinder and a, about a half an ounce of weed so yes that happened and I uh I went hungry and was very fucking anxious from Roughly noon on. So moving on past my lunch kit mix-up in AFC. We didn't get Kellen Acosta. It's a big money. It's a lot of money. And it's not happened with Colorado. Got to explore that. But large, large trade. I don't think... Uh, dude, I would have paid that for him. We just paid six and a half for a striker, supposedly. I'd have paid that for Acosta. No doubt in my mind. Because Acosta's... He's a good MLS player. He is good. He's a good MLS player. And he's not too old. He's 25. And for the position he plays, you can be 25 years old. And you still have uh, seven. Well, I mean, look at Quintero. He'll be 35, but different role. You would have Matias Vera and Kellen Acosta right there next to each other, and they're both 25, 26. We'd be set in the midfield defensively, defensive mids. We'd be set for a fucking minute. That'd be fine with me. Uh, speaking of transfers, fucking Tottenham haven't signed anybody. This has been a great week for me. Every day I check it, and all I see is that we're selling academy kids to fund, I guess, buying Traore. So no transfers for Spurs, and it is now halfway through January, and hopefully Antonio Conte fucking stays. So let's talk about the only player we drafted that I think most of us really want to discuss, and that's Thor. Right, the pride of uh, fucking the pride of where, where is he from? Raleigh Durham, Raleigh Durham, North Carolina. So he went to Duke. He's what twenty four, and he's from Iceland. Iceland. He has a badass name. If he makes the senior squad, the jerseys will fucking sell. Watch him. Watch him go by his last name. Like, 
watch him not use his or he uses his full first name not just thor because there's more to it watch him use his full last name instead of thor i would i would fucking cut him immediately it would be in his contract your jersey will say thor your jersey has to say thor that kid if he never sets foot on the pitch the amount of jerseys he sells because his name is thor he pays for himself so that's fine as far as what happened versus UCLA, was it stupid? Yeah. Was it fucking a little bit funny? If you put it into context, considering that goalie was dicking around and wasting time, fucking straight up shithousery as well, in context, it's not a big deal. What I don't like is that he got knocked down and he laid there like he just got knocked the fuck out. I get the gamesmanship. But if you're going to do that shit to a keeper and one of their guys comes at you, don't lay on the ground. I don't mind the shithousery, but what you did, like, he fucking pushed you, bro. He put, I've been hit in the face and fucking next thing I know, I'm getting off the ground. Like, that's happened to me once. It has. Fucking, I never saw the punch. What? Yeah, never saw the punch. Uh, all I knew is I'm fucking getting up. Like I remember like shit spinning and I remember hitting the floor, but then I remember I had to get up fast. Like I got knocked down, but I got up pretty fucking quick. I got up way quicker than Thor and he got pushed. So don't be a pussy. And if you're going to do that, fucking get up, get up and get back in his face. That's what you should have done. When he knocked you down, you should have popped right back up like the God of Thunder that you want to be and got right in his face. Not laid on the ground. So, all right. The only thing about our draft I don't like is that we lost or drafted guys that will take up international spots. And there's mixed mixed emotions about the international thing on social media, which is fucking where I go for all my facts. But, I mean, we might keep one of them. Right, And if they're on reserve contracts or MLS 2, we don't know the rules for MLS 2. So we might keep one of them, and I would imagine it would be Thor. So moving on, we're going to talk about the, the three amigos that joined today. By the three amigos, I mean the new coaches, and I'm fucking I'm excited. There, there is a – I don't know if you guys have researched these guys, but I did. I did the legwork for you because apparently there was a poll, and my listeners were the laziest. doesn't surprise me. I'm high right now. Sorry, I bet me smoking is not good for the uh, the feedback on this. Is there a mute button? So one of these guys is Jimmy Nielsen. Maybe it's Nelson. Anyway, he is five years older than me, so he's 44. And he's Danish, so he's from Denmark. He played 398 games for Danish team AAB Fodbold. He won the 1999 Superliga. He has been featured on occasion on the Danish national team. And he won the 1998 and 2004 Danish Goalkeeper of the Year Award. This guy started with Norwich City. And, um, man, he was recruited as a replacement. And he played there until he was 15. When Norwich offered him professional terms, his mother told him not to go. She didn't want him to move to England. 
So then he got for a youth football team. He went to Millwall, back to Denmark, won the Superliga, signed with Leicester City, Leicester City. How the fuck do we say it? He was caught another Peter Schmeichel. He this guy's this guy's got a fucking a laundry list of honors. This Nielsen guy, Jimmy, is it Jimmy? Oh no, my mouse clicked off. Jimmy Nielsen, he's got a lot, lot of honors. Towards the end of his career, he uh, he had a conversation with Peter Vermees and ended up in Sporting KC. This is going to be a recurring theme here. You're going to see a lot of guys from fucking Columbus and Sporting KC, I can imagine. So uh, Nielsen ends up staying with Sporting all the way playing. Playing? He played until what? 2014? No, the 2013 season. He won an MLS Cup in the 2013 season and he played the cup final with broken ribs so not only is he quite good quite tall he's also fucking tough and now here's my favorite part about jimmy nielsen if this is true this is wikipedia somebody might have made this up but this shit's funny in 1999 nielsen and his u21 teammates went to a casino while with the national u21 team they went to the casino at night to gamble and they got caught they were excluded from all the national team practices and were banned several years because of this apparently nielsen's nickname is casino jimmy which is fucking great i like i saw the name casino jimmy and immediately i started thinking like goodfellas casino all those fucking movies heat casino jimmy absolutely uh, the Godfather, for sure. Casino Jimmy is like the guy you go to. He, no, Casino Jimmy. Casino Jimmy is the guy who loans you money. He's that loan shark. He's that Italian loan shark. But you know, you know you don't fuck with Casino Jimmy. You're on his good side. You can go to Casino Jimmy for anything you need. Hookers, blow, to hide a body, whatever. And he's based out of Atlantic City, New Jersey. And I'm basing him there because that's where I'm from. And I said body because in the Pine Barrens, there's fucking thousands. What are the Pine Barrens, Finister? Guys, Google that shit. You're welcome. Go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Casino Jimmy. I fucking love that story. He uh, he was head coach of the OKC Energy. He coached Hartford Athletic. He's uh, Actually, somebody made the argument that he is more qualified than... Nagamura to coach this team and that's probably true but I don't know if he speaks Spanish I mean he might speak Portuguese or he might speak something close he is from Denmark and I'm gonna be honest Europeans are smarter than us most of them speak multiple languages we're fucking dumb and are like speak English it's our (laughs) fucking it's America hey guys we don't have an official language so calm down with that there's no official language as much as you want there to be there isn't but somebody argued he could be the head coach. And he could be. But that's not who Pat Onstad picked. So move on. I think, dude, this guy's got some help. I mean, Paulo, Paulo's got some quality guys behind him. And if you say, like, this guy could have been a head coach, do you know how many coordinators in the NFL at one point were head coaches? Or they worked for or above the guy they're currently working for a lot. I know. I, I know. Fucking why am I? Why are you talking about football? It's soccer. Finister. It's fucking America. It, it's, it's soccer. It's the dynamo. My bad. I'm trying to make an analogy. 
Anyway, this guy has, God, MLS All-Star, MLS Best 11, MLS Goalkeeper of the, Keeper of the Year, Sporting KC's MVP, Danish Goalkeeper of the Year. He's won the Open Cup, the MLS Cup. Fuck, the Superliga, the Danish Superliga. He's a quality, fucking experienced guy. He's my favorite. He is. I think they listed them in order of, like, most decorated to least. Because when I got to Chris Martinez, it was hard to find some stuff. But I did it. You know why? Because, as that poll said, fucking, I got to do the work for y'all. That's all right. Uh, The next guy we hired is Zach Thornton. It's probably pronounced Thornton. He's fucking, dude, he he looks like Debo. He's a big dude. He spent 16 seasons in MLS. Starting in 96, New York, uh, the Metro Stars, the Fire, the Rapids, Red Bulls, Chivas USA. He won an MLS Cup in 98. Uh, Wow. So, that was a big one. So him, Chris Armas, and CJ Brown are the only three Chicago Fire players to be a part of all six of the club's domestic championships. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um... He was a multi-sport athlete while growing up. His dad played college football. Um, he played lacrosse. He's he's quite he's quite the athlete, this Thornton fellow. But in uh, let's see, the Metro Stars draft him in '96, and then he he gets he gets he has a rough go, man, because he ends up like playing behind. A bunch of guys that were really good goalies so he doesn't actually really get like the exposure you would think like this guy plays behind tim howard oh god shit henry ring oh man i can't say that name who else man there was another name casey keller he he's played He's been around at a time where there's like another keeper that's also there. So I, he's he's been quite successful. He's also won silverware. He's won three Open Cups. Jesus, that's a lot. He's won one MLS Cup, a Supporter Shield. Jesus. He was MLS Goalkeeper of the Year twice, MLS Best 11 twice. And this is with, like I said, some of those places he went. He ended up like behind someone, you know? be behind people that were going to go on to be huge fucking names. So he did all this despite that, in spite of that. And like I said, he's a massive dude, you know, and his, his international experience is quite good. It's um, another guy. You're going to notice that too. You're going to notice international experience from these guys. We Two of these three coaches have international experience. This is correct. Jimmy, Casino Jimmy. And fucking Big Zach. They, they they both have international experience and they've won stuff. And they're big. Fucking and they're all defenders or goalkeepers. Pat Onstad is swayed. Fucking did you play goalie? Nope. You're out. Fucking get him out. I wonder oh could you imagine if Ted Siegel was Pat's secretary? Because Ted is Ted's a little fella. We love Ted. I love Ted right now. I do. But like Ted's little. Pat's Pat's kind of big and he's he's kind of he's kind of intimidating, right? You can you can tell growing up that 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 Ted Ted played tennis for sure. I think he even admitted that actually, and that's fine. It just means his parents did well. 
And you, if you look at his story, uh, his parents were immigrants and made their fortune. So they did work hard. I'm a piece of shit. But imagine if, imagine Ted Siegel fucking just shuttling former MLS players in and out to interview with Pat Onstad. How funny would that be? And Pat gets mad. And Ted gets very, very anxious, like his anxiety kicks in when he can tell Pat's getting mad because he doesn't want to upset Pat because deep down he's afraid of him. Moving on, Chris Martinez is our last one. He uh, retired soccer defender. This guy was, uh, he doesn't have that silverware. He doesn't have, you know, that, that type of stuff. But this guy's focus with young kids and youth players is pretty impressive. He uh, he went to Clemson University. He played on the men's soccer team. He played with Colorado Foxes in 1993. He went to the Colorado Rapids in 1997. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, he stayed with the Rapids and played up until 2001. Okay, so from 1997 to 2001, he was with the Rapids. He stayed in Colorado and coached at some level. Like, he even coached U15s at some level until 2018. This guy committed 17 years to the state of Colorado. And I've been to Colorado. I don't know why the fuck you came here. I'm glad you did because looking at this guy, he is the one that will be working with the youth players. And if I'm not mistaken, he's the assistant coach, isn't he? An assistant coach. He's an assistant coach. Okay, so he's not a goalkeeper coach. All right. Well, he uh, he has worked with some young young kids, and what I'm noticing about oh, Martinez was inducted into the uh, Colorado Soccer Hall of Fame as well. That happened sometime in the late 20 teens. So he's had a very good, loyal career in Colorado. And looking at all these, these these guys, what I've noticed is lots of trophies. A lot, man. Nielsen and uh, Thornton, there's a fucking bunch. International experience is another thing. Again, I think Nielsen and Thornton are two of the best on paper for MLS. They read pretty well. They read quite well. And um, you know, winning clubs, fucking what was I saying? Lots of trophies, international experience. Winning clubs, their defenders and goalkeepers. I think well, Paulo was a midfielder. Martinez was a defender. Thornton and Nielsen were goalkeepers. I I wonder who's going to coach the attackers. Who's going to coach the forwards? Pat? Is Pat just going to do it? Maybe let Ted do it. I don't know. Who's going to coach the forwards? Nagamora? It's got to be Nagamora, right? Or there's going to be more coaches. But you know what I really like most about everything I'm seeing right now? When Tab Ramos came in, I don't remember seeing this much turnover in the coaching staff. I don't remember seeing this much coach, this much turnover. Granted, I wasn't doing the podcast then, so I didn't pay attention like I do now. There wasn't this many coaches that left, right? Because I was there... When Wilmer was there, I went to games. And I remember going to games when Ramos got there and thinking, I fucking recognize a lot of these guys that are all still coaches. Like, why didn't this guy get to hire his own people? And 
I wonder if Brenner had been looking to sell his share in the club when they fired Cabrera. Because I thought Cabrera didn't do bad. He really didn't do too terribly. He didn't do too terrible. He won the Open Cup. We got to the Western Conference Finals. He didn't do that bad. And those were in two separate years. So there was two years of good times at Wilmer. But I'm wondering if they knew they were selling the club and Wilmer wanted more money than they wanted to pay him. And that's why he left. Oh no, he got fired. I don't fucking know. But no, I wonder if Brenner just didn't want to do the turnover, didn't want to pay compensation and buy all contracts. And he just knew, like, we're going to try and sell this club as soon as we sell it. They can pick whatever they want. So seeing this big turnover in the staff, this is good. This is this is necessary. This happens every time. This should happen every time you change coaching staffs. Every place that I went to when I coached, when a head football coach left, and I was never... I've seen one get fired, right? Uh, no, he didn't get fired. He resigned. He resigned. He knew they weren't going to renew his contract. Actually, I've seen that happen twice after the playoffs, too. That was crazy. But I forget what I was saying again, probably because I smoked a big joint at the beginning of this episode. So anyway, coaching staff turnover. There it is. See how I did? I fucking paused by telling you a little joke. Coaching staff turnover. We, when a new coach came in, bro, they replaced a lot of the staff. And this was in high schools in Texas. When I, like I, I moved with a coach. We won. We left for better jobs. And I went with them. A couple of us did. And every time a new coach got somewhere, there was turnover. So there was one time where I was a coach. And the high school coach got fired. And they hired a new one. And this guy re-interviewed all the coaches and in order to figure out who he was keeping. I, I stayed, right? I stayed. Or no, I got a different job. I didn't know like if I was staying. I didn't know if I was going to be like kept around. So I went and applied for jobs and I got a better one. So I didn't. Well, it was a pay cut, but it was a better job. And I got a better one. Oh, also, I didn't fucking bring weed to work. That was a joke in the beginning. So if you listen to that and you're this far, sorry to fucking burst your bubble. But the, the turnover is necessary, man. And I'm, I'm really glad to see it. And I'm glad to see he is bringing in guys that have won. These guys have been successful. So a couple weeks back, we talked about Reddit and how just fucking smooth it is over there. So I came up with that little segment called Reading Reddit or Reddit Reading. So we're going to call it Reading Reddit. And um, I went through, I went through, and I picked out just five, five responses. And um, somebody, here we go. So I guess we'll go, yeah, I don't have an order. So we're going to go one through five. I don't have like a best to worst. So number one, somebody said, uh, somebody asked, is there, are we hiring, no, somebody said, There's, we're hiring too many former SKC staff. Like they're angry. They're angry that we're hiring all these guys from SKC. And look, I, I, I see your argument if it's a club that's shitty and hasn't won. But you, you can make the argument that Kansas City has been the most consistent club in the league. They're pretty decorated. I mean, they've been quite successful. And Vermees has been there for a long time. I think he left. I know. You're like, you should know this. But I'm going to tell you right now, 
I don't know fuck all after Tottenham and the Dynamo. I know a little bit. I know, of course, I know Austin and fucking Dallas because I have to. But I know a little bit. So, I mean, I, I don't understand this. We are hiring guys that won and they were on a well-run franchise. Yeah, we should hire them. Do you have a better idea? Because what I think is you just look at what someone's done to be successful and you do that. That's why people write books about like how to be successful. That's literally a, ma- a major industry in America. All right. Number two. I don't even fucking like this one. This one pissed me off. Dynamo Insider put up a rumor, okay, on Reddit. And Dynamo Insider, I think you do a, a good job. I mean, you know, whatever. I do. I, I like it. But he posted something on Reddit and someone, oh man, all someone wrote was, I hate this. I hate this guy. You're a dick. I'm a dick, I guess, for calling you a dick. But come on, man. If you hate it, beat him to it. Beat him to something. Come up with something. Go get something. Uh, He's been right on some big news. And even if he's wrong, yo, fucking, I read things all the time online from Europe. Like vetted vetted journalists who get this, this wrong people get things wrong stop being a prick dynamo insider you do your thing fucking you be you now somebody uh somebody talked about uh, is this cory baird is this talking about cory baird i don't remember the the gist of this one but somebody wrote great now all of our players gonna be doing that uncomfortable tongue thing i don't know what that means but I know in my mind what that looks like. And if our players, a bunch of dudes, are going to be doing that uncomfortable tongue thing, I just picture them, you know, it's called a rim job. I picture them all just doing that at the same time to one another. Is that possible? That's possible. Yeah, you could do that. You could do that. Like a big circle of rim jobs. Ugh. I don't know what that means, though, that uncomfortable tongue thing. I think it's in reference to uh, Thor. Thor's uncomfortable tongue thing? I don't know. Number four. This one was really insensitive. Somebody had posted asking about Corey Baird and his injury and when we could expect him back. Somebody wrote, does it matter? He was disappointing when he played LA and RSL reject. Reject. Fuck. Man, fuck. I don't know. Sometimes sometimes when like, you know, other countries get mad at us and want to fight us, I, I understand. I understand. That's really insensitive, dude. This guy tore his ACL. So yeah, it matters. He's one of our players. And he's, he's not that fucking bad. Go look at what he did. Yes, he left LAFC. But every single player... On LAFC right now, if they cut them, could come here and play. You know why? Because their players are better than ours. RSL was in the playoffs, you tool. Both of the fucking LAFC and RSL could cut their entire starting lineup, and every single one of them could come here and play. Yes. Now, can you say that about our team? Oh, you can't? Okay. I know. I like Corey Baird. I think Baird's actually pretty good. I know he was. I think he was MLS Rookie of the Year or something. He won a very he won he won a very big award early on in his career. So yeah, it matters. He's also our number nine. 
and he's the only one, I guess. Although he's not really one because he can't play. If Ferreira is is a is arriving, then he's the number nine, and maybe Baird goes to the wing. I don't know. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to get into that. But yeah, Corey, I hope you get better. Uh, it does matter about his ACL injury. Fucking twat. Lastly, lastly, number five. They were talking about Thor, us drafting Thor. And someone said, Duke Douchebaggery. Would rather not have that on the team ever. Okay, I, I think this guy thinks Thor was on the Duke lacrosse team. Now, those guys are douchebags. We all know. We all remember the story. And if you don't remember the story about the Duke lacrosse team or player, go Google it and prepare to be like upset and then fucking wrinkle your brow at how rich college kids didn't really get in trouble so well there was that dude in california that swimmer guy that pissed a lot of people off holy fuck whoo so guys and girls where are we at on time 32 minutes fuck i've been talking for a while so i have gone through everything i came here to talk to you tonight about what I am going to do this evening? Oh, thank you for asking. Well, I think I'm going to watch the Ray Donovan movie. As corny as that sounds, go watch the fucking series and you'll want to watch the movie. I was going to go camping this weekend, but it's going to be cold and windy. I had a date with that hot girl, that really hot one, and it's still going well. I'm just fucking don't, I don't know anything about anything with this one. I don't know shit about fuck with this one, for real. I know that when she's around, I fucking can't speak. So I'm starting to also think that I could classify my podcast as a dating show, like a dating advice podcast, or at least I should branch out and start doing a podcast on dating, or at least just chronicle my adventures. Because I've had some adventures, man. I've had some good ones and some bad ones. I've had more bad than good, like, but we all have. I saw, I don't know if he listens, uh, Edson Ochoa, he posted that, I'm getting into the dating game three hours and no likes or whatever on these apps. Dude, the apps are fucking garbage. <clears throat> Tinder, prostitutes. Bumble, bipolar. Fucking what else? Hinge, I don't even like the app. Plenty of Fish, fucking... Pl- pl- go ahead, go to there, go to Plenty of Fish, and then go look at Plenty of Fish Live. And look at some of these sick fucks that live, that are our neighbors. Like, you can sort by distance. So I can see male or female, because I don't know if there's a way to filter it, because I get both. What? Yeah, whatever, I don't care. Uh, I mean a little. Maybe a little bit. Um, only if they're bigger. You can filter it by distance, so you can see these people, man. They're like, there's, it's, these people that crave, like, social media attention, like, crave it, crave it. Like, my shit's anonymous. I do this because it's funny and it gives me something to do and I want to become rich from it, okay? That's the fucking driving force. But these people that like, they're very look at me, look at me and you know exactly who I'm talking about because there's a couple things they take very, very specific pictures of. Number one is them in the gym. It's them working out. And that shit drives me nuts. Or videos of them working out. Number two would be like inspirational quotes Number three would be like uh, pictures of what they're eating. And it's always healthy. It's always fucking healthy. And you know that person's miserable because they don't eat tacos. I'm fucking happy. I'm a little bit pudgy. I'm in good shape for my age. I'm in okay shape for my age. But I like tacos. I'm not giving up tacos. 
Speaking of uh, coming together or something, man, Christian and Rudy, y'all need to slow down. I'm not going to have anything to talk about. I am going to have zero to talk about if you guys keep dropping a podcast a day. Yeah, you have been. You have. There was the one we did, fucking Marcelo Palomino and Corey, and Corey Baird. Fucking Eddie Robinson. Does, does, does Eddie Robinson's injury matter? Fucking Corey Baird. Doesn't matter. Um, dude, what are we going to talk about? What, what, what are you leaving me here? I'm leaving me the scraps. Do you want to go to war? Do you want to go to war? Because we could. I don't want to. I like talking to them. If you guys didn't listen to that episode, um, God, it was the two episodes ago about Sebastian Ferreira. I was on there, and dude, you guys missed the, the super... Oh, man. Rudy had to edit some stuff out. But there were some points in there that we were fucking rolling. It was, it was a good time. Uh, I'm beginning to think beginning to think that maybe them and I should work together more but yeah I'm pretty excited here about the Dynamo I'm, I'm liking the coaching staff I'm definitely seeing a shift in the type of the type of people we're bringing in and I we haven't signed a ton right we haven't signed much we haven't signed anything we haven't signed anything we've fuck oh my god we've uh we've gotten worse but our coaching staff and our infrastructure is pretty fucking it's pretty good right now. It's feeling it's feeling good at the top, right? The academy we know is is a work in progress and we have to wait and see. But the people he's installing I'm pretty excited about. I really am. And next year's going to be tough. Like I said, it's going to suck, but dude, he's he's setting the he's setting us up, man. I think Pat's setting us up. So, boys and girls, you can rate us on Spotify and do if you like or you can rate us on Apple or you can tell your mom and then she can get mad at you for having for listening to me but uh, that's it this is the the Houston Dynapod podcast I am your host Finister and as always go Dynamo Albert Felice is going to get there there's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Bubba Rodriguez again. Scoring goals left and right. Elise with the assist. Big shout out to my favorite band, Familiar with Failure, for the introductory music. You can find them at FWFTX on all social media platforms. Once again, that's familiar with failure. Check them out. Badass band. Cool ass people.